Are you ready to If you give your heart to me I don't go let you go Where I don't go do you Basabasa baby Trust in me When you give your heart to me I don't go let you go Where I don't go do you Basabasa baby Trust in me What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of Kennel Talk. It's your boy Cadet, the bow legged assassin. And your boy DJ Kid G. We in the building. Uh, we got two special guests today, as always. You know, give the ladies a voice out here. Uh, we're gonna, first off, how was your week? Thought <laughs> you was gonna forget about it. Um, no, I ain't do nothing as usual. <laughs> you told me to do something fun and exciting. I'm not doing nothing fun and exciting until this weekend, right? Um,. Yeah, that's really about it. That's my week. I'm not holding no more elevators for white people because <laughs> uh, um, they don't hold doors for me. That's the personal thing at work. Uh, yeah, that's really about it. Uh, I think that ties into the topic today, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, I always have problems with white people where I, where I go, <laughs> especially on base. I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... My week is over, man. I'm just glad today was my last day of military duty. It was a long, long eight days because it was hot. All right? I'm talking about my sweat was sweating type of hot, bro. <laughs> last day, I'm just ready for the weekend. Going to Jersey. Have a good time. Um, but let's go ahead and introduce our guest. Uh, we got our first guest here. Hi, my name is Angie. I live in Florida, and I'm married, and I got three kids. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Bahamas. Okay. I was born in Bahamas. Mm, that's cool. That's cool. Hey, I'm Marie. Um, I don't have any kids. <laughs> and I'm from Polk County, Florida. Okay. She be talking this off all the time? Hell no. Yeah, I pee. Yeah. yeah. That's her voice. Thank you. All day. Yeah, right. Nah, that sounded more yeah, of a voice right, just right. now. <laughs> Right. Professional. Yeah, we don't we don't use profe- we don't do professional on yeah, this We should have made him take some shots. That, that professional went out the window. Right. But it's uh always, it always seems like every girl who comes on here, they start off real calm and collective until we actually get to the show. Then they start acting wild because of the questions. Uh yeah, we will. You will. Uh right, but, go- uh just a little rundown of today's topics. Um, we're basically going to be talking about interracial dating for the most part. Um, our first guest here is Mary, like she said. Uh, who are you married to? You ain't got to say his name. Don't say his name. Yeah, don't say his name. Uh, I'm married to, I guess you could say, my high school sweetheart. Okay. We met our senior year, so yeah, my high school sweetheart. Been so, married for, ooh, this year's 12 years. 12 years you look young to be married for 12 years well, high thanks school. for the compliment uh-huh. um but yeah but i'm 31 okay yeah. that's fresh out of high school all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. fresh all right i'm gonna first uh start off with what was the moment that you were like yeah let me give him a chance um being that he's what he's white okay all right so in school from middle school he was always the cool white boy that liked dating black girls i always wore like the freshest jays or whatever so he always commanded a lot of attention and he played basketball but what got me to saying that i just wanted to be his friend at first he was an amazing friend to my sister she had a really bad breakup when we were in high school like really bad crying distraught whatever probably one of the worst breakups of her life and he was just a really good friend of her. Never tried to talk to her. Very respectful. Nothing crazy. If anything, he used to buy her candy for like a dollar in class or whatever. And I was like, I want him to be my friend. And that was actually how I approached it. Uh, and I started liking him. 
That ties yeah. into a past pod we had about like friendship being important. Like people like, usually go into a relationship and like you know I feel like they fake the funk. When you're not friends, you kind of fake it. Like mm-hmm. you go by what the person likes, not necessarily right. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Po- exactly. As opposed to being friends, you really ain't got no choice or no reason to be faking it. Right, yeah. right, right. All right. So the friendship I, aspect worked for you. Yeah, the friendship aspect definitely worked because I guess I've seen how good a friend. I've always been. I've always had male friends. Mm. Always had male friends. One, they they are they're more real with me. I feel like they don't judge you. I don't know. I've yeah. I just always have male friends. So with him, I was just like, yo, he's nice. He's sweet. I want to be his friend too. And that's really how I approached it. And just I'll say I took the first shot. Okay. But I've always so you took the shot. Yeah, I took the first shot. That's different, right? Yeah, that's I'm different. very I'm very aggressive. So I took the first shot. Like actually, homecoming was coming up, and. I was like, yo, you going to send me a dance at homecoming? And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that night, I went. it was me and my sister and my friends, and we chilled. We danced the whole night. And then, like, I think, like, two songs came on. I went and I found him. But he was playing around. It was my senior year. I was like, man, I got to go. I'm about to go hang out with my friends. They having fun. Yeah. And so later that night, like, once he got done, he called my sister to the car. And then he was like, yo, tell your sister I want her number. So I was, then I got shot. And I was like, okay, listen, you go give him the number. I can't do this. And she was like, no, you go give him the number. And at the time, I just had a house phone or whatever. And I was like, yo, listen, I'm about to give you my phone number. And if I do, you better call me. I was like, well, don't call me today because I'm going to stay with my homegirls or whatever. Call me by Sunday. And if you don't call me by Sunday, it's going to be a problem. And lo and behold, he called me on Sunday. Okay, and then it just so started from there. My question here is like, all right, did you have any boyfriends before him? Oh, yeah. I've dated before him black guys mostly black guys um different cultures american haitian i've dated dominican guys i've dated puerto rican guys so my i guess it it wasn't different for me to be with somebody that was outside of my race or even outside of my culture okay yeah because and then too with my mom she never really stressed us about stuff like that like i had a younger brother who every time he'd see a white model on tv he'll go touch the screen and she'd be like this little boy gonna like white girls so she never really <laughs> stressed it you know what i mean so for us it was really common and she always told me she thought i was gonna marry um a white guy anyway so okay mm-hmm. all right mj have you ever dated outside of your race i have actually i um I actually dated a white boy. Actually, okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, it didn't last long. We only went on a date once. Um, he actually, we actually worked together in the library. I don't know if I told you about. You Logan. did tell me. Yeah, and so um, I don't know. I was kind of being a little open about it at first. I'm like, uh, I don't know about dating a white boy, but hey, it's something different. I had just got done. Yeah, you know, recently had a broke a breakup or whatnot, and um, so I gave it a shot. He took me to the movies, and um, I was a little uncomfortable with it. Um, he tried to put his hands around me, okay. and you know, then he kind of kissed me on the cheek, and I'm like, oh, this ain't for me. <laughs> this ain't for me. So like by the end of the night, like I just kind of brushed him off and just let it go, like. He was calling me, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I'm not really interested. And then I work with him, so it made it even more mm. awkward. Like, I tried to go left when he was, <laughs> he was heading in my direction. So, I mean, it wasn't, it's not for me. So, like, okay, so. I'm not against it. You know, maybe if he was, like, maybe De- David Beckham fine, I probably would have reconsidered, but he was all right. Okay, Nothing. so, wait. Okay, all right. So, was it off of looks that you weren't feeling or just a vibe of just him? Just a period? vibe, both. I'm just, I've never done it. I was trying to be open-minded. 
Especially, you know, my girlfriend saying, oh, you know, go try something different. No, yeah. different ain't work for me, so. It didn't work for you. All right. Okay, G, have you ever dated outside of your race? Like, nah. Um, the reason why I haven't is because, I'm going to be honest, um, I find white women intimidating. And the reason why I find them intimidating is because I never know what to say to them to approach to. Like, okay, so for instance, you see a girl at the bar, right? You gonna walk up to the bar? Hey, how you doing? Buy a drink? Buy not buy her drink? You know me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk to her or whatever the case may be, um, and get to know her. In a sense, I feel like I can I can find something to correlate black school background something right. Whereas a white girl is like, hey, how you doing? Oh, what do you work? What do you do? Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. I'm, it's already, I'm like it's turned off the back of my mind. Stereotypical ass voice you just gave. Them. It is. It is. Like, I, and then I got to turn on my white voice. Like, yeah, I work at, oh I work at, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? I got I to I gotta do that in order for me to finesse the conversation. And after a while, I'm like, yeah, this, I'm, I'm. I'm out of me. Like, right, I don't right, feel right, yeah. like you with feel like me. You know what I'm saying? So I got to actually walk out and say, all right, it's nice meeting you. And then walk off and like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I had one white girl approach me, but she wasn't that attractive. But I still gave her like a little conversation, whatnot. But then after a while, I was like, ah, nah, bro, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then also, too, um, another thing is, is like, I always feel like white people are always staring at me. Like, I, like I'm in a cage or a zoo or something. So it's kind of like I could be in the atmosphere of mad white people, right? Mm. Mad white people. And I, I just feel like everybody's standing at me. You know, nigga got dreads, walking around, you know, this and the third. And it's like, all right, you know, you stand at me. Whereas you, if you're in that black atmosphere or heavy populated mad niggas, it's like you feel comfortable. You feel like, all right, you're at home. You know, nobody's staring at you. Nobody's giving you the googly eyes and turning around like they ain't staring at you. Mm. It's different. I just, I just don't seem... Th- I'm not that approachable when it comes to white people. I'm I, that. That's it. I'll say this to what you just said. To you said that when you when you're in a group of white people where you feel like everybody's staring at you. Yeah. A lot of times, what I've learned is admiring, like they're admiring you. One, your hair. You're a very good looking man, and you dress really well. So a lot of times, is they're admiring you, and they're almost like, hold up, he don't look like the stereotypical <laughs> black guy. Yeah, you have dreads. But you have neat dreads, the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, and you're very handsome. So what you might think is them, they're standing at you like you're in a cage or they're fearful. I've learned that it's the opposite. And I say that to say this. I serve. So the majority of the people that I serve, I work at Rain, well, not, I work at Rainforest Cafe. So the majority of the people that I do serve are white people. White people from England, Australia, around the, around the world, right? The majority of the time, I get hit on by the husbands. I've had husbands wait for their wives to leave the table to hold my hand and say, hey, you're such a beautiful, oh, you're such wild. a beautiful lady. <laughs> yeah, they wild. real wild. No, that's no, like dead true. serious. No, like I've had, a, I've even had an older white guy tell me like twice, like, listen, this man was like, oh, take a picture of me. Come sit on my lot. Mind you, his wife what? is right there. Yes. It's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. So a lot of times they stare <laughs> and you're thinking, why do they keep looking at me like that? Is the way that they think you're beautiful. They find our and our complexion, and you have nice skin. So they and they'll tell me that I get so many compliments on how pretty my skin is, or wow, look at your hair. Like it's just you. You're different. But when you're in a crowd of black people, you look like everybody else. Yeah, so yeah, no yeah. one is you. You don't stand out. But with them, you stand out. And it's kind of at work. There aren't many black servers. Mm-hmm. So even black female servers. So I stand out. So they kind of I don't I, know. 
they they give me it's more of a compliment than them looking at you like wow who are you but i do i'm not gonna lie i do change my voice too i get that part yes. i do change my voice it's just automatic like i feel like oh okay if i if i if i face a, a half a bottle of henny i'm gonna be all right like I, yeah. all right so we can have a conversation now i'm, I'm gonna be in myself there's no white mm-hmm. voice there's nothing this is me this is me i'm not giving you the facade you know what I'm saying? Like, but I could probably bag a white chick at the bar. But me just being like sober, ah, what are we head. gonna talk about, man? Yeah, I'm in my head. I'm in my head at the end of the day because I'm I'm standing at her, she's staring at me, blue eye, blue eye, white, blonde girl. What am I gonna say to you? How am I gonna correlate? You went to UCF on me too. Like, you know what I'm saying? And after that, it's kind of like, okay. Unless she actually does deal with like music or something that actually common interest then i might dibble and dabble but then the feature's not there flat booty probably thick down the waist small lips it's like it's a it's a no-go for me features you trying the hell out of your white girls no i get it though they're getting thick so they're getting thick no they're something white yeah they're thick all this back and forth man uh me personally would I like be in a relationship with a white girl? I don't think I could. I don't know if I would. I ain't come across a white girl that's like got my attention to where I'd be like, okay, I could possibly see myself dating them. Now, have I been with white girls sexually? Yes, I've been with a couple. But like Gerald said, I agree with that. And I think a lot of black dudes agree with that. Like, we just don't know how to approach a white girl. Every white girl that I've been with were all the ones, they all like initiated it with me. Like, I don't know how it happened, but it just happened. But. I don't know. I just feel like me. I, like I don't necessarily want a woman to argue with me all the time, but I just don't feel like Becky could put me in my place when I need to be put in my place. Ever. You feel me? Like it's ever. just like I would be looking at you like what? And then I would feel like if she ever got mad and was like, "Oh my God, I'm calling nine one one. I am getting <laughs> shot. I, it's over. It's a wrap." You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but as far as Gerald, like, making it seem like all white girls ain't got no booty, you tripping. I'm not saying all you white girls hard. ain't got no booty. That's what you just put out there. You said they ain't got no booty. They ain't got no lips. Well, okay, the ones I've encountered. It's hybrid white girls out the there. Ones I call I've them unicorns. Unicorns. Yes, because they're a rare breed. They're not I met, rare, man. I met some donkeys. But listen, 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 listen. Uh, this is what I want to ask you. Okay, do you think that the sex is different from a white girl versus a black girl? Yes, hands down. How? Explain. Uh, sexually, like I'm going to a black girl every time, bro. Yeah. It's just different, man. I think it's the diets, yo. Is it? The I don't mean to get explicit, the but the, 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 the pussy tastes different too, man. <laughs> it don't taste the same. What is it? Sour, bitter? Nah, I don't know how to describe it. It's just no mm, taste. You mm, got a taste in it. Mm. <laughs> All pussy got a taste. I don't care what y'all be able to taste. Like y'all fucking full of shit. Yeah, it, it, it got a little taste to it. Yeah, it ain't nothing bad, but it's it's not. Oh, I'm drinking water. You know, it tastes like nickels, nigga. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. What nickel <laughs> taste? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All I heard was yeah, I heard one word. Yeah, from yeah, that. you already know. That's what I said. As long as you don't taste like niggas, you be alright. Yeah, for right. sure, man. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have nothing against interracial dating. But my thing with interracial dating that I've like, I think I, it. Sorry, 
sorry to interrupt you, but I think it depends on the white girl because my my boss, she's a white girl and she dates black men, only black men, and she'll be one to put you in your place. Yeah, so I'm I, I, I've I come across that type of white girl. Yeah. Well, she's definitely I'll one of the Bob. Yeah. You know. I'll come across one that was cool. Like, she played ball. Like, she was, you know, she listened to, uh, what's her favorite rapper? What's this dude? Young Dolph? Like, that was her favorite rapper. I'm like, yo. But then she was cool because she rapped MWA and ain't never dropped N-word. Yeah. That I can admire and respect from a white girl. I say that because, yeah, I've been with Justin for whew, 14 years and I've never heard him say the N-word. And he and all he listened to is rap. And R&B yeah. too. But I've never heard him say it. I've asked him before, like, why didn't you? Because when we were younger, a lot of people would in high school. And I'm like, why don't you? He said, because honestly, I don't feel like it's my place. So, and that's <laughs> another thing that's like. I like him already. That's, that, that, uh, that's attracting me to him because it's like. Yes, is culture wise he adopts more to black culture. All his best friends are black. He doesn't. He doesn't have a white friend. All his friends are black. Um, the style of clothes that he wears, what he listens to, he listens to R and B like real old school R and B. But he still respects it to the fact where he's not gonna drop the M word. Yeah. Not even that. Even talking to my brothers during the time when that Trayvon Martin thing happened, it touched him like it touched me. Even to talking to my brothers and saying like, listen, this is how they look at y'all. This, and he's saying they as if he's not white, but it's like, this is how they look at y'all. So that's why when your sister tell you, do your hair a certain way, pull up your pants. She's not telling you because she's being hard on you. She's right. telling you because this is how they view you. Yeah. So it, it comes from an understanding and so much so if you say you like the white girl, you say your manager who will put somebody in their place. When they've honestly adopted to the culture where they basically, the culture is them at that point. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah, it's not the same. Like I always say, I didn't. Forced. I didn't. Mar- it's not forced. It's yeah. actually natural. It's like I didn't marry no real white guy. Sometimes I tell myself, yeah, he's still country. He does. There are sometimes I remember he's a white guy when I'm around his family. <laughs> but I think that goes only but so far. There's only about a handful of yeah. your husbands, you know, around. Whereas there's a lot of people that view us differently until they get a little bit of taste of a culture if they're even open-minded to taste the culture. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they will go to Jamaica and bathe in the sun of, of Jamaica, but come back and and view all dreadheads as, as, as criminals. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, you know racism, what I'm saying? Racism, you gotta think about it, though. It comes from, like, ignorance. Like, yeah. Of course. A lot of people just don't know no better. They they go by what someone else's experiences was, it, and that's, that's all they base off. Anything, yeah. To that... When we and him went to, so we we dated for two years before we got married. Mind you, I said we met in high school, so we dated for two years. When we told his parents, really his dad, well, his mom we knew did not agree with interracial dating. Why? Her sister was married to a guy, right? All right, so we already knew she didn't really care for it, but she never treated me funny, whatever. His dad shocked me because this is the one who listens to NWA. This is the one who listens to EPMD. This is the one who you know wearing basketball shorts. He dressed a certain way. He acted a certain way. You would have never thought. But the second he found out that we were going to get married, he would not only call a family meeting. Two, big old argument, me, him, and his dad talking. And he said, um, you don't think I worry about my son and somebody trying to hurt my son because he's with you? Or what about your kids? And I'm thinking like, well, we're in 2005. Yeah, ain't well, 2006 at that time. I'm like, ain't nobody going to do nothing. Like, nah. we went to a predominantly black school and no one ever bothered Justin. I'm like, you do realize that, one, all his friends are black. Two, he's only going to marry a black girl. He'll never marry a white girl. That's just his type. Everybody knows that about him. And to see that, it's out of ignorance. Yeah. Because in his mind, he's thinking it back in the day, like, oh my gosh, my son is gonna, someone's gonna hurt my son or someone's gonna hurt my grandkids because now he's trying to marry this black girl. But over time, I mean, we still did it anyway. And now it's nothing. They accept it. It is what it is. Yeah, but my, my biggest thing, like, outside looking in, like, I have no, like I said, I have no problem with interracial dating as long 
as long as it's love. Like, I feel like a lot of women, a lot of men maybe, too, uh, get into interracial dating for either, like, oh, they want the pretty babies with the nice mm-hmm. skin and nice hair. Or some women will do it because they feel like there's more financial stability yeah. dating a white man. And when it comes to, like, those type of things, like, yeah. I freaking despise it, yo. Like, I hate it. If it's, if, it's for, if it's for anything past love, I don't even agree with or, or, like, men dating white girls because they feel more superior. That's, yeah, a, that's another thing, yeah. too. Uh, whereas they don't feel like they could be superior when it comes to black women because black yeah, women aren't my submissive. Brother. You know? Your brother? Yeah, my brother. My brother only. But now he's with a black girl. But my brother's 26 years old. For his entire life, from since we was younger kids, he only dated white girls or hispanic girls and his very reason was i don't want to date nobody like you or mommy <laughs> that's oh. not so funny. i gotta start with that no, no, it's a, my brother's the same way he only dates spanish girls and i asked him once one time i'm like yo why won't you date a black girl he's like yo they're too ghetto i'm like yo like i you know polk county you know what, we, uh, what, what yeah. it presents but i i, I kind of see his view there but however there's like other black girls that you could date like me or you know um yeah, there are black girls that aren't like, ghetto, and just because you're raised in the hood doesn't mean you're necessarily ghetto. It just makes you more cultural. Like that's me. Exactly. That's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a hood culture. baby, but uh, yeah, my mom, <laughs> you like ghetto fucking. <laughs> you ain't finna be in a relationship. You, you lying, bro. No, no. I think I think you don't bring them home. You don't bring them home. It's see, it's, 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 it's it's a different it's atmosphere. Horrible. See, I dated somebody where their little brother said straight up, like you just said, he was like. See, see, no, this is why I only date white girls. I don't want to date nobody like you. You see how you're acting right now? And I was like, damn, that's real. So when you saying that, I was just like, damn, mm, that sounds familiar. But people really do that. But hey, Mm -hmm. to each its own. Um, What would you say is the scariest part about being in an interracial interracial relationship? If there is a scary part. Um, Now there's not a scary part, but when we first got together, it was scary. And I say it it was scary just because I didn't know how his family was going to perceive me or how they were going to take me. This is my first time. Because, yeah, like I said, I've dated outside of my race before, but I never really met their parents. It was never that serious. This is the first time I'm meeting someone's parents. They're one country as heck. Mm. They're they're from Virginia, like his mom parents Ooh. are from Virginia, exactly. So you know, and then four months. That's what I'm telling tough. you. So and then his dad, I know his dad is cool, but still, it's still a white family. And now I'm going in, and now I'm a I'm an island girl. You know what I mean? And now I'm thinking like, do I have enough to offer their son to where they're gonna accept me? And this is what I'm thinking about because my mom always t- told me like, just make sure you have something to offer somebody. Mm. So I'm just going in there, and that's what the scariest thing was like. What am I gonna be able to offer these people, or offer them, or show them that I'm here to better their son and not do anything else besides that? I'm not just some you know young black girl right. trying to have a trying baby to or get something. Over, have yeah, some nice baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not my intention. My intention was pure from from jump. So yeah, that was scary. Now scary. I don't know. We're like one in the same. Like, I don't know. There's nothing. I don't really even, even now, later, 12 years later, that's what I'm saying. I don't even deal with his family. Yes. Sometimes they say things like they'll say girlfriend. No, damn well. They never use that word. And we stopped using that word in the nineties. Like, it's really they weird. Say, they be, I'm like, I don't like when, yeah, they, when, you, when they get around you, they be saying, what's up, man? I'm like, like <laughs> I don't even talk like that. Like, why yeah. are you saying that? But that part, I mean, yeah, that's the part. I don't know. It's no longer scary. I think so. Like it's, you know what it is? It's as natural as when we do that stupid white voice. Yeah, when yeah, we get yeah, a wrong yeah. one, it, that's all it, it is. is all it is. Um, I beg to differ, though. Uh, the reason why I beg to differ is because of the simple fact that um, when we talk about 
interracial relationships, uh, it doesn't stem off on just white folks. Let's just say you get with a Muslim or let's just say we get with a Chinese or whatever the case may be. I think the scariest thing would be religion. Like if you have kids with this person or coming in, you got to subject yourself to different religions. And sometimes it may not be or let's just say you don't subject yourself. Let's just say that you're not with it, but let's just say that the baby gets born and now the mother feels like the baby should adopt this religion or the father should the father says that you should adopt this religion or maybe six months out of the other year you take this religion or six months out of another year you take another religion. There's a lot of things that stem with religion that really don't vibe with me in a sense and that will cause a problem because let's just say you marry a Muslim. Now you have to confide into sometimes confide into uh, being a Muslim, in a sense, and, and Ramadan, and Ramadan, and all kind yeah. of stuff. So it's like, well, wait, wait a minute. I you know, know I like you, I love you, but at the same time, I don't, I don't want to be a Muslim. I think it's dependent on the parents, because I know, uh, I know a guy. He's Muslim, but his girlfriend is Christian, and they have two kids. And honestly, they just said it's whatever they, their kids want to choose. Yeah, like they're not forcing anything that goes on. on them. That goes a yeah. long way too. To, okay, so to the religion thing, I'm a very religious person. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Like I didn't, but when he met me, I wasn't like baptized. I wasn't into it as much. I was what we call studying. So I knew about it. I went sometimes to the kingdom hall. Sometimes I didn't. Like I was, I wasn't really practicing. I'll say that I wasn't a practicing Jehovah Witness. Right. I be, I started. Me and him split up in two thousand nine. Went through some crap, and then that's when I just got more serious about my faith. And being that that was a religion that I always knew, that's what I drew closer to. And I got more serious, and I got baptized at twenty six. Right. A lot of things changed. So, though he knew from jump that's the relig- that's that was my religion of choice, it became harder for him when I changed. So for him, he's um, how would you say that? He's just like he's not an atheist. He's just more so indifferent. Like he doesn't really he believes that we were created. He believes that there is a God, but he doesn't believe in religion. So, I can I can vouch with him. I say that I agree with him. I wasn't like this before because mm-hmm. I used to always just follow, follow, follow That's until I actually took the time to actually view what religion is actually actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is heartbreaking just for some for sometimes when you sit down with some people and you tell them, you know, where does this come from? Where does this come from? And they can't tell you. They just always tell you re- re- revert to the Bible. I can't do that. So I'm with him 100 So 110. that's where so that so that part is scary when we decided to have kids. So that was scary for me. And the what was Okay, I'll say this. Sometimes me and my sister always say this cuz we preach door to door. In white neighborhoods, they're going to tell you no. We're in black neighborhoods, they're going to listen to you. Take the magazine. You might come back a thousand times and nothing ever comes of it. But they'll actually listen and still take it. Where in white neighborhoods, they just say, no, I'm good. And they close the door in your face. And sometimes they're rude, sometimes they're not. I've encountered, I've never encountered a rude black person out in service. And I've been preaching for what? What, 31 years? Going door to door, knocking on people's doors. Mm-hmm. But white people, it's happened multiple times. I've had people yell. I have had them yell at me, tell me get from in front of their door or in front of their neighbor's doors. So that part of it, so I thought about, I know, the, the neighbors. neighbors. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm getting hot. But so, I like them, though, because imagine a, ho- a homeowner. You yeah. want you Somebody want a gangster motherfucker to tell you get out, get out from that oh, that no, person's yard. Just a FedEx driver. Get up out of here. <laughs> so that part of the scariness, yes. Yeah. So when we decided to have kids, I'm not gonna lie to you. That was a discussion, and I told him, "Hey, 
You knew what it was from jump that this is the religion I wanted to practice. I wasn't practicing when we met, but that's just where I would go when I did go to church and stuff like that, you know? So, and it made it easier because his dad was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. His dad never practiced it, but he was raised as one. So he was something he was familiar to. But as far as with our kids now, I told him, I'm like, if we have kids, because we plan our kids. I'm like, if we have kids, this is what I, this is how I want to raise them. Yes, he agreed to it. But now after we had the kids, there are still things that come up because at Joe Nissen's, we don't do holidays. We don't do birthdays. And sometimes the problem isn't even so much with him as it is with his family because they want to do birthdays. They want to do Christmas. And then when I'm telling them why I don't do Christmas, they're like, no, you're crazy. My son was raised this. Then it's like, well, my son or my brother celebrated all this his whole life. So you're going to tell me he just doesn't want to celebrate. I'm like, it ain't got nothing to do that. He don't want to do it out of respect for me, his wife. He doesn't do it. So that part, you're right. It is scary because even now he still says little things like what? What? The kids, my oldest son is seven years old and he still will say stuff. Something like you think I don't ever want to take my kids or do Christmas or do birthdays with them. And I'm like, Dude, he's seven. We've been doing this this way for seven years. Don't be trying to change it up on me. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't feel like that has anything to do with um, race, though. You can meet a black person who's a Muslim or, um, you know, a white person that's a Jehovah Witness. Yeah. But predominantly, I'm not saying that, of course, you have majority of Muslim people do come from brown and black countries that's understandable yeah, yeah. but there also are you know like if you get with a chinese person you got to deal with buddhist or whatever it is that they deal with what i'm saying is religion lies within the color of the skin as well <clears throat> you got most white people that are it's catholic region. it's, it's region. regions yeah, it's region. right so you got most most white most white people are catholic you know then you have most black people they're kind of baptist or yeah. you know uh evangelist or whatever five, seven day adventist whatever the case may be you can always look in the religion and see what the predominant color skin, skin color is you know crazy um jehovah witnesses their majority of them are interracial are married like i have a lot of friends who are married to somebody of the opposite race whether it's white girl black boy or like me black girl white guy but that religion, I think because it is one of the newer religions. I mean, it's a couple hundred years old, but being one of the newer religions, so much more. It, and it's one of those religions that kind of take people from those Baptist, Catholic type of religions. Mm -hmm. So you get more, it's more diverse. So it's not necessarily region as much and as more, um, we'll, we, we call our, we will say we're a, a worldwide brotherhood. So they're like everywhere. You will find Jehovah's Witnesses literally in any country you go to. So You'll go to conventions and honestly, like it, the majority of people are in interracial relationships. And that's just the whole witness. But let's yeah. just say you, you, but, you get with a Jew. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different, different spectrum yeah. of religion and, 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 and like the thoughts and like the things that you got to go through. And matter of fact, it, it, I, I don't want to quote this wrong because I don't want to sound ignorant. But a friend of mine was telling me that um, you may not even be able to get with that boy or that girl because... No. Because of the, your skin color or what you are, you have to really give in to Judaism, if that's even a word. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think that that's that's probably the most scariest thing. Everything else, you can kind of roll with the punches, you know, when it comes to sex, the way you look, the family, things of that nature. After a while of being together, it's either you fuck with me or you don't fuck with me. It is, yeah. it is what it is. But religion... It is... It's I'm, touchy. It's touchy because I'm telling you, we've been together for 14 years, married 12. That is still 
our heaviest arguments. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, because no it, it point. breaks up family it and breaks friends. Up, it, and I had a friend tell me. She said, "You know what, Angie? Well, because she's they're both white, but her husband is um doesn't practice and she does. And she said, "You know what? Either way, whether you stay together or you don't, you all still got to raise these kids together." And that's when I realized to just let it go. Because he's still a good person. Just because he doesn't worship God the way I worship God doesn't mean he's not a good person. So that's why I kind of let it go. So that part about religion is very scary because religion is like, yo, everything. It's what you believe. So, yeah, that's pretty scary. It's scary. I'm not going to touch it. I think that's going to be another topic, religion, for another day. But it's only scary, I'm going to say this, because it's man-made. Religion is man-made. And, and the fact that people made it into what it is, that's why we will always have religion warfare. But I'm going to leave it at that. Um, we're not going to dibble and dabble. That's the most scariest. I think our, our fans, our listeners would say, would agree. Um, the next question would be, how do you feel sometimes the culture difference may hurt or help the relationship? Like, okay, so with that one, right? Um, what are your parents? My parents are... Okay, so we, I was born in the Bahamas. My mom was born in the Bahamas, but we take more into the Haitian culture because that's okay. what my grandparents are. All right, so like with that being said, right? Cause I know Haitians don't play, man. They 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 hard at times. Like my me personally, my mom, she's just as long as I'm happy, she's cool with whoever I bring home. Mm-hmm. That that's the main thing. As long as I'm happy, like that's rare in the Haitian what community. Are you? Oh, you're Haitian. Yeah, I'm Haitian. Oh, yeah. Okay. So like that's rare in the Haitian community because you know Haitians is just like I want you to bring a home a Haitian girl or a Haitian my boy. Mom, or, my mom is okay with whatever I bring home. Yeah, see that's that's the newer ones, but like the throwbacks, they yeah. you know they don't really my play mother, like that. She dibbles and dabbles with with both. Like I could tell her I'm talking to like a Hispanic or I could tell her I'm talking to like a Jamaican. She's like, yeah, as long as I'm happy. But I'm gonna let you know they don't do this or they don't do that or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they'll give you like the negative side of it. And I'm like, yeah, I work with a Jamaican. This is what happened. To- I'm like, Ma, relax. Find some relaxation right now because what you're telling me is this. You want me to be happy, but yeah, you're telling me all the negatives so I can dibble and dabble with Haitians. And then when you do get a Haitian, well, where are they from in Haiti? Where are their parents from? That matters. Oh, nah. That, you, that matters. You shouldn't really talk to this that person does, because they're no. on the other side of the mountain. No, like, that matters, though. It's true. Uh, it's true, but it's like it's like you can never win. Yeah, <laughs> Munoka, girl. I'm telling you, my brother started dating this Haitian girl. The, my aunties, the cousins told the auntie, the auntie said, listen, call my brother and say, listen, you got to stop dating this girl because you know what they do. They, they mess with that stuff. You can't date them people. He, she was like, you know, everybody's different, but I'm just letting you know what they do. So that does matter. But, but with more so of the American side of everything, and, and if your parents or, or your, the people that you're dealing with is more Americanized and more up to date, like the millennials, they, they feel like, Everything is everything now. You know, everybody's dating everybody. There's no lynching, my nigga. Millennials. Millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, got, you got me to say like Millennials. They tend to understand, like, where you're coming from. You may be stared at. Like, that's one thing about me. Like, I don't like... I would. That's another thing, too. Like, I wouldn't want to walk into a restaurant and be kind of looked at funny, in a sense. Like, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I walk in there, like one time I walked in there with a realtor and we walked in there with a realtor and she was white and she was getting ready to sit down with me, talk with me about some business plans. But like the whole time, yeah, I felt like, funny. you know what I mean? Like, I felt like I was just being looked at the stare the whole time. The guy's drinking his wine. He's, you know, and he's looking left and right. And, and I'm, I'm I'm to the left of him, whatever the case may be. Do you feel do you feel girls looking at you too, though? The black girls? Of course. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, I get I mean, looks on both. And get, it's, yeah. not even, it's not even the fact that I'm dating the broad. It's like, this is a business, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, transaction. Like, I don't, it's nothing. But at the end of the day, like, people are people. Like everybody do it, though. Yeah. 
I don't. I mean, if I, if I, okay, if I see a if I see a nigga that that comes in with a white girl, I'm gonna look at the nigga. <laughs> if funny is it is if he got an ugly ass white girl like the one that the one we saw downtown with the matching shirts and she he had it's not oh, even tax yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, this nigga yeah. was walking around yeah, with a yeah, big yeah. ass white girl. And it's well, like, said it's not tax season. No, he didn't. Damn. <laughs> like, come on, son. Like, he was I mean, walking. He can't love her. Nah. Nah, they was walking with shirts. He must be living in her house. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's paying him rent because there's no way I would be sitting there with all that stomach. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of <laughs> stomach preference. involved with that but woman. That's your preference. Y'all don't care. They understand. They understand where I'm coming from. Like, this is a, a wide load, my nigga. Like, wide load. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, they small. Need love too. Yeah. They they do, but damn, my hey, nigga, I was he wa- got something he wants. I legit wanted to see. I legit wanted to actually too sweet, my nigga, honey bun sweet. Oh but God. I legit wanted to pull him aside and ask him like, what does she bring to the table, or or what is it that that she got you locked in? Because they was wearing matching shirts, holding hands, he might just walking love her. around. I guess she. I, I guess mean, she love, didn't know that love, way. love does love come in different love. forms, though, man. Well, oh, I can't knock it every time. Nah, I mean. Sometimes it is because there's plenty of dudes that be like skinny as hell, but they love them a big girl. Mm-hmm. It be out there. She was big. I mean, I ain't one of them, but she yeah. Was big, big. But to go to it like the cultural, like how if your culture could help or like make it harder, both um, help. Today I asked him some like I, I was he I asked him. He asked you, how do you feel about being married to, like, a white guy or whatever? Or do you think our culture... The same thing. What, what is it that you like about me or whatever? And, yeah, that's what I'm about to tell him. So, I said, I really, culturally, I feel like we're, like, one and the same. Like, I don't really feel a difference to you. I said, because my culture is more dominant than yours. And then he was like, you know what I... Why I like being married to you? I was like, what? He said, because it's always different. He's like, Angie, in the 18 years I've been living in my parents' household, I never walked in the bathroom and found a piece of lemon sitting on the windowsill and like in the shower. He was like, the other day I walked in the bathroom, I'm taking a shower, and I see a piece of lemon sitting on the damn windowsill. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was using it to try to like even out my skin. So he's like, that's what I like about us is because you're like culturally you're so different. He's like, you just always have these different things. Like I never know what I'm going to find in the house. So for that part, it's fun. For him, it's like a, it's it's always something new. But I would say culturally, um, you as Haitians, we always have somebody standing at our house. We're we're open. Our like I grew up with my aunties having three, four different people come and stand at the house, whether they're on vacation or they're just coming from the islands and they're just trying to get their foot going or whatever. So for him. He's had to deal with my family a lot coming to stay with us. Whether my brothers were acting up in Miami and I had to take them trying to get them, put them on the right path. And that has been hard for him because it's like, I'm tired of people living with us. But then again, he knows how important it is to me. So he, he wants to, you know, help me out and like also help me to feel good about myself and why I'm doing it, whatever. But that has been hard because it has caused a lot of arguments. And two, I believe in, I'm, I feel like hate, a lot of Haitians do that. We help our parents out financially. So he doesn't get it because he said, like, oh, my dad doesn't expect me to pay him money or give him stuff. And a lot of times I explain, my mom doesn't expect it, but I always remember what she did for me. I remember her not eating so I can eat. Because when you come to this country as an immigrant, it's it's rough. It's yeah. tough. So I was like, I remember things like that, but he's like, I don't know. But so it is, it's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. I'm going to add a bonus question. Um, just because we got a little bit of leeway. Uh, do you feel, ladies, that black men cheat more than white men cadet do you feel like white women uh, cheat more than black women you know what uh this is how i feel about that right uh i think everybody cheats 
Everybody cheats. But the difference between, to a certain extent. Nah, we're talking about, like, well-off, you know, males. With <laughs> uh, the black man, he cheats and he gets caught because he's not willing to pay this girl to shut up. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to be like, oh, I'm going to pay for your, your apartment or I'm going to buy you this car. Just, you know, don't say nothing. Just shh. The white dude, he willing to do that. That's basically paying for the security and the peace of mind knowing that this ain't going to get out. I can do what I'm going to do with you. And then I can go home to my wife. Now, now I'm not saying that's everybody, but I'm just saying that's just my opinion on sometimes like how it is. Because I feel like people be thinking like, oh, white men don't cheat as much as a black man. No, they don't get caught as much as the black man to a certain extent. That's just how I feel. I feel like black men, white men, they all cheat. Because me personally, for an example, right, military. These motherfuckers get married like three, four times. They be out at the job talking about, yeah, man, I was at that strip club last night. Because, you know, when they come over for the weekends, they come from all different parts. Some right, right, come right. from, like, California and all this stuff. So they come there for the weekend a month, and it's like a vacation for them. So they go to the strip club, they meet girls, and they do whatever they're going to do, and then they go back to their regular lives. You know what I'm saying? I'm hearing the stories. Yeah, exactly. So, like, me personally, like, when you're married, I, I just feel like it's wrong to do anything outside of that. But it is what it is, though. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to use my, I guess, the people in my family. Most of the males in my family, and I feel like that's just heavy in the Haitian culture, they got outside kids. They cheat. They got about five, six kids outside of their marriage. That's just what it is. It's part of the culture. Um, I don't have an uncle that I, like a blood uncle, that has not cheated on his wife or doesn't have outside kids. Mm, now, all my uncles for my husband, <laughs> okay, then, so you know what I mean. Now, for my husband's family, though, so he only has, all his uncles are married to his aunts. They're all very faithful men. And because they all talk, they all go out. They they all went to the strip club. They all told on each other. Oh, we went to the strip club. Like, but it was for a bachelor party, or whatever. Mm. So, I guess in my life, statistically, more black men cheat. But do I think more black men than white men cheat? No, because he does have younger friends that he went to school with and that we know. And yeah, we hear stories of the black guys, the white guys cheating on the girl or whatever. Oh, so and so broke up over the year because of this reason mm. or whatever. But as far as adult men in my life. Always the, I, I think it's just because they're Haitian too, but always cheated. Where with him, never, none of them, none of them broke up because they're still married 20 something years later. I beg to differ because once more again, I'm going off of pure experience when it comes to females in my life. Um, majority of the females in my life, they would rather, like, they, they have conversations about, you know what, I can't fuck with these niggas because they always doing ain't nigga shit. I'm gonna go fuck with a white man. That's just always the whole spectrum. Like a white man will not cheat. They will be financially stable with the white man. Not only that, they won't cheat. This this whole thing, be, uh, by, by the way, uh, with uh, Serena Williams going and having a baby with the white man. And everybody's like this whole athletes are saying, yeah, or movie stars too. Y'all should go ahead and venture out. Don't even fuck with these niggas. Long story short. Don't talk about Easter Red because she was joking when she said that. I wasn't that. saying Easter Oh, okay. I, I remember Easter she Red. said, go get you an Asian man. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't saying Easter Red. She was joking. I'm just saying in all general, in, in all general aspects, majority of white, black women would say that um, they would run and fuck with a black, a white man because they won't cheat and they're financially stable. Oh, that's their reasoning. I, that's that their reason. reason. That was yeah, reasoning. Yeah, that's their reasoning. That's their reasoning. reasoning. Now... Yeah. Do they all talk shit? Of course, because when they get a white man, it's nothing like a black man. Nothing like a black man. So, mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a 
dibble and dabble. Put your experience in a sense. I also had this one girl on my on my DMs I had today. She stated that um, she would only uh, she would only fuck with a white man because of the experience, but she would never marry him. Just to say that she's she's been with a white guy. And the reason why is because she's Haitian and that's all she knows. And she would like a Haitian man. And that's all she's going to cater to. Because joking around with a Haitian man is much easier. She feels much more you comfortable. You know what it is? When you can say something Haitian. Oh, we say that Creole. It does make it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She's empowering. Like she says, I would do it for the experience. I mean, if we fall in love, it's whatever. But she wants a Haitian man. That's all she wants. That's all she's there for. Ain't no telling her any different. You can't tell her any different. But she would date a white man. Because it's just for the experience. I mean, back to the the other question. Like, I think you know, cultural experience. Like, it's just a comfort level. Mm-hmm. Like, the simple fact. Like, every Haitian goes through the same damn thing as a child. We could sit here and like trade stories, and we could have the same type of thing where you know it's either mete a genoux or yeah. some type of whooping you done got or whatever. Yeah. How your mom, you know, made you do certain things. <laughs> Like, okay, thawing out the meat before she got home and you forgot mm-hmm. or some crap like that. I think West Indies, Caribbean. So, Indian. And I was just about to say, the Hispanic culture yeah. is the same thing. I, I remember yeah. I was watching a show and the, the it was a, me- a Mexican family and the dad made the boy get on his knees on some rice. And I remember, like, tweeting the guy who was on the show and then he was like, yeah, that is common in our culture as well. And I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like, for me to see that on TV. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's crazy because growing up we had to do that was get on our knees as punishment or whatever. So the Hispanic culture is very close to us. But like he said, it's more of that West Indies. Right. You know what I mean? That it's yeah. So that's more but so why. Me personally, I would say my my most carefree and easiest relationship was with an American girl. It wasn't mm-hmm. with a Haitian woman. My most stressful in life was was a Haitian woman, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Amen. And that's hands down. I don't know, like, what it stems from. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like sometimes it can hurt. It can make it better. But sometimes, like, the simple fact that you know the culture so much and you know, like, okay, like y'all was saying earlier, Haitian men cheat, Right. So now it becomes a, a argument because you didn't pick up your phone or right, yeah. right, you was right. in this area, you know what I'm saying? And like if a woman I don't know what the heck what's the stereotype of Haitian women? I don't even know. Shit. They can't uh, drive. They no, can't drive. no, no. They're loud, they're rude, or they they, they don't know how to uh embrace or care for a man. And it's mm-hmm. a, a Haitian woman? They cater to you no. Men. Like men, like oh, they, they, like like when it comes to like uh Haitian man, women cater to women. I'm saying when men talk Right? Yeah, oh, this what is they what say. they say That's true. about Haitian women. They're okay. rough. Like, they're yes. always like. He's right. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they're not really submissive, well, if yes. that makes That's any sense. I want to tell you. My mom is very submissive to well, that's your mother. <laughs> but what I'm saying is this <laughs> that what I'm saying is this there's a lot of women that, that, that are not like, like, okay, for instance, my mother, no matter how mad she is at my mom, my dad, there will always be a meal. At the table, like, they, don't matter how mad, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you can't find a woman to get boil rice, my nigga. Like, boil rice or make you a full boil. I mean, no, they want to go out. They want to go to the restaurants and to the five stars and to eat this and to that. And they want to go to Kiki's every morning. Like, <laughs> like it's, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm just shy. saying. <laughs> niggas want to do that. But instead of cooking oh. some good old eggs, you know what I'm saying, pancakes or some shit. At the crib, they want to go out. Never in the history of hey. never has my mom said, let's go out. But see, I feel like with Haitian women, they feel like just cooking and cleaning just automatically makes them a good woman. Mm-hmm. There still has to be that that gentle touch to it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's not there with Haitian it's women. It's not there. 
not all Haitian. I'm not gonna say most, no, most. No, no, but for no, the most part, it's not this. there. My dad just told like my dad was married with this lady for um, some years. Now the lady he went to prison for eleven years. She stayed with. She waited and everything. So she loyal. She's smart. She waited. You know why he broke up with the lady? They just broke up for that same reason. She cooks. She cleans. Whatever. He said he don't like the way she talks to him. She's too yeah. rough. rough. She said he said all she want to do is just have sex. And that's it. Like there's no, um, there's no intimacy. Mm-hmm. So, and I've heard that. I've heard a lot of men. I've heard. My, I've seen it though. I see like with um, being around just my husband's family. They're more like they they kind of say you. They're they're yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah, rub yeah. your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. They're and gonna touch. You they're gonna bit. caress you. It's different. It's different. Whereas with my mom and my dad, I never saw my mom and my dad kiss. I never saw my aunties and my uncle kiss. And yeah, even for me and my sister, and, and for me and my, and that's a big culture difference for me and my husband. My husband, it irritates him that I'm not like that. So I'm learning. To be Facts. more like, of course, Facts. if we're intimate, we're having sex. It's different. I'm all over Facts. him, but he's Facts. it's a it's a thing between me, me, my sister, my cousins. We have this thing called a sister circle, and we talk about that like where we we grew up in a household where we Facts. never saw the women kiss or hug or touch our Facts. touch the men. My mom, my, my my father is the same way. That's why I, I'm like that so, too right now. Yeah. Like I'm not a big PDA person. I'm not like touchy feely. I'm I, I'm just not like that. Like okay, yeah, having sex, all right. Let's let's yeah, do the business. Yeah, it's different, but but like outside outside these doors, if I'm watching like yeah, TV or something, I'm, like, like don't relax. touch me. Yeah, relax. I think the Caribbean culture is more so like I'm doing this so you should know I love you as opposed to right. Saying I love That's you. exactly yeah. what it is, my yeah, nigga. Like okay, like, I'm, I'm paying these bills. Yeah. I'm, I'm cooking. cooking this I'm doing meal. all kinds of right, right. You know what? Yeah. And even when me and my husband argue about that, and that's what I tell him, I'm like, but babe, I work just like you work. I wash your clothes. I pick up your clothes on the floor you know what he said i'm not talking about that angie i'm talking about something else and sometimes they want that love th- that love and like, sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to understand that because i didn't see that because my mom and my dad yeah. they function real well together bills got paid house was clean food was right. clean. kids was raised right and they're good then they were good so now that he yeah, wants all that from me time. but it's it is time, but and i'm learning me and my sister are learning you know yes it is talking hard. about you're talking about 31 years Bro. or 30 some odd years of living and just seeing Seen that. that. Yeah. You know what? You're literally it's, it's, having it's to a, condition whole, yourself. Exactly. To like, I'm conditioning myself to say, Angie, I'm sitting in the car with this man. I'm having to tell myself, grab his hand right now. It's also a mental Rub stress. Like, why do I got to do it? Said, grab his hand right yeah, yeah, No, saying. no, dead ass though. That's like, how it is. Because you, you're <laughs> mentally, you mentally got to get yourself in, in, in a situation of, let me do it. Yeah. And without feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I wasn't raised. It wasn't like for me. A lot of the downfall, um, that's another topic for another day. But, like, I feel like a lot of the downfalls today with relationships is they try to idolize their parents, but not realizing, like, okay, you idolize your mother, yeah. but your mom was in a different time where you didn't have all these things going on social media and mm-hmm. going to the club and this, that, and the third. Like, your mom and her time was probably church, school, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. yeah. So That's you true. find a man, you know, it's easy to just, you know, focus on this person and mm-hmm. give a, your all to them. But a lot of people want to compare either a boyfriend or you know whatever to their dad and it's oh like yo gosh. chill spoiled like if you want Haitians. your dad that's incest i'm not your father you know what i'm saying like it's not gonna, yes. I, yo yeah <laughs> i can say too much about it yeah <laughs> but they're super spoiled you know what i mean like 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 and and this is not just it's this is, it's annoying this is not just um one or two haitian women it's it's a lot of Haitian women that are spoiled about their by their fathers, but it's nothing wrong with being spoiled. It's it's just understanding when to be right, when to be spoiled. Because I'm you know, right. I'm upset. You know that can go in reverse as well, though, and that's why I think I'm 
I, I feel like I turn into a man sometimes. And my husband was saying, like, dude, you're just a man. I saw my dad and my uncles like leave my aunts a lot. And the women in our family, they're more uh, they're they're more dominant. They're the ones that take care of the household. They always mm-hmm. have to step up. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why I can't be a stay at home mom. I have to work. And I've always been like so headstrong. So that submissive part is learning that too. But that comes just from the culture where when I'm around like his his stepmom and stuff, she's the most submissive person. She takes off her, her husband's shoes, his dad's shoes. His man come to work. They've been married for 20 years. Every day he come home from work, she takes off his shoes. Shit. Yo. That's what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't want him, a submissive woman. But she'll that. leave it. Listen, bro. Oh, she'll bring him his plate of food and she comes to pick it up. Like we were doing something for my baby shower one time. Phil not for him. Mind you, she already took the man's shoes off, brought him his plate. He was like, Emily. She was like, yes, Michael. I need something to drink. This lady left the table from what she was doing. He knew she was out there doing something. Went and got him a drink. I said, "What? It's, 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 you gotta get a. That's it's a borderline. Love. It's a borderline. That's, that's, that's it's a borderline. Like right I wouldn't. There. Honestly, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind. You it know, my would. my water being ran and shit. So every now and then. Yeah, every now. Crazy. Every now and then. But to but, the point where I bet you he would get mad if it was a day like she didn't feel good and she just wasn't on that. Like she wasn't doing it. No, but see, he said he wouldn't, and he always said that. But she went away like to Vegas for a week. Lost his mind. Dude couldn't eat. Lost his mind. Lost, yeah. cause he was lost like a puppy. Didn't know what to do. So, <laughs> see, you know what she did though? She conditioned him to depend on her. Yeah, that's what so it is. See? And that's what it is with these parents too. Like, I feel like those girls that are spoiled. I mean, I don't, I've never come across a dude that was spoiled, so I, I can't speak on that. But like women that are spoiled in Asian culture, like, Bro, so honestly, worse. they be having the worst attitudes. Worse. Yeah. Or like they feel like they feel like the world like, revolves around them, and you need to do what they say. Because yeah. if you don't do what they say, then you're not doing the things that you need to do to to make them happy. Yeah. Like, like it's no shade. It's no shade. It's Florida. It's Florida. It's mad palm trees. It's a lot of shade. <laughs> but um, no, just saying. Like, like there's a lot of things that's wrong with that. With they, and that's why most most Haitian men venture off to American women or another another. I want to say another set of people. Yeah. In a sense, because they don't like that. Oh, that's why they have a fun day off. That's why they have the outside girlfriend. Yeah. Because guess what? The outside younger girl, boy, she gonna she gonna sweeten you right up. In Bahamas, they call it they call them sweethearts. Because the wife she do she's also blue, but the sweetheart, boy, she gonna give you all that sweet loving. Uh, she gonna give you all that intimacy. I said I said I said this last episode. A to, uh, a man that was married for 25, 30 years, he pulled me aside and I said, man, how how do you how how do you how, how is it that that you stay so long? He goes, the only reason why my marriage worked. It's because I had a whore on the side. Wow. And he was like, and we're strong. I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying that, I'm not advocating this. Not condoning it. But this is what this is what this man told me. He said that's the only way his marriage worked. Don't get married. Facts. Yeah, that's facts. facts. That's facts. Don't get married. That's facts. Don't get married. Yeah. You if, that's, if that's what you got to hey, do, if, don't if, get married. If that, that person right is not right for you, if you have to second guess it, don't get married. Mm-hmm. But Take the ring back. Take it to court. Nigga, get don't it. Get married. <laughs> if she want to give it back to you. But nah, you honestly, honestly though, real talk, I mean, we joke and we, we, we do all this. But to be real, though, forever is a long time. And and until you're in somebody's shoes that have been married for 10 plus years with uh, two, three kids or 25 plus years, I'm not making excuses for nobody. But forever is a long time. There's only but so much you can deal with somebody that won't change. And you're in the marriage, so you're stuck. So sometimes you, you get this facade of a person for five plus years and you put a ring on a finger or or you say yes to him. And then on the 10th year, this nigga's acting totally different. Or this broad is different completely. Like, yeah, you do. Yeah. And that's why, once or again, love. marry your friend. 
Yeah. See, okay. Because your friends, how long? Like, I've known Marry your best friend. I ain't getting excited. Exactly. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I know. Half them girls I know, I wouldn't marry them because I know yeah, what they exactly. do. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that's, that's. I agree with marry your friend because yeah. me and Justin have been together since I was, what, 17 years old? Oh, we've changed. We're two complete. I, I mean, and, then, and of course, I got baptized, I changed religious, everything. So. Yes, you got to marry your friend because we can always fall back on. We like the same type mm. of music. We'll text each other like, J. Cole album dropped. Like, we literally, like, I'm, I'm, I was doing something. We was on the phone and he was like, yo, J. Cole just dropped his album. I was like, nigga, I'm out. Bye, yeah, I'm going to call you back. Exactly. So we can rely on that still. Like, we have those type of, that type of friendship. We're like, okay, call each other back. Yo, you heard this song? Did you like this? Did you like that? Enjoy ourselves. Like, you got a relate. concert with each other. We relate on a lot of not stuff. Not all my friends so, I relate with. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. So you know what that's saying? what helps. But that's what I'm saying, but though. Even argue? even oh, with your good friends, like you might argue and this, that, and the third, but y'all still good. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, off of the strength of y'all, you know, the friendship and yeah. how long y'all been cool with each other, y'all can still, you know, have your disagreements. And because JD, I've been wanting to kick his ass every other day, but I think it's because we're both Aquarius, and so right. we like both have like that strong mentality, or whatever. But that's my dog, hundred times, but he's a pain in the ass. Hey, fuck you, JD. I hope you're listening. <laughs> you know, you will be. <laughs> but see, that's the difference. JD's my dog. We ain't never getting into arguments. We lived together for like a couple of years and everything like that. But um, yeah, that's my dog. But we, don't, we ain't never getting into no argument till this day. So y'all got y'all back and forth, whatever the case is. Hey, a dickhead, man. But see, I don't deal well with dickheads, bro. See, if I had a female, <laughs> if, I had a fe- if I had a female that's like JD, I would get married. No homo. Because JD and me, we get... That's gay as fuck, bro. I said no homo. I cleaned <laughs> it up. Fuck, I cleaned nah. it up. I said no homo. That's like, yo, I'll take a dick in my mouth. No homo. <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, you can't... Nah. I said no homo. Nah, nah, I said nah, nah, no homo. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, back to what we're saying. Like, enjoy what you enjoy. Live with, live how you live. Enjoy the people that you talk to. Um, interracial relationships do exist. <laughs> do it for love, motherfuckers. Do it for love. Do but not for only love. for love, though. It works. Do let, it for love. Let it also be for a partnership as well. Yeah. I don't only want to marry people Listen, for love. Listen, I'm... Yes. Um, uh, I'm a partner. That's it true. definitely has yeah. to be a partnership. Like, if Facts. we fall out of love, we got to fall back into love for, with something else. So, don't back, only put back. a ring on her finger and don't only say yes because you're in love. Yeah. Um, you got to know that person got your back. Because yeah, they exactly. ain't got your back. 12 years in, stuff happened. Life changed. Somebody died. You Somebody lose their job. And if that person don't have your back, my God. It's that's right, man. My, yeah. That's right, my friend. You have to have somebody you. that's your friend and you know... At the end of the day, if nothing else, you got my back. Even if we got a divorce, I know I could call you and tell you come change my damn tire. Yeah, but uh, we're going to leave it at that because I think we run it a little over time. Cause Thank we you do for it. coming on. This <laughs> yes. Is, this is a really this is good, a really good yeah, podcast. Yeah, it was. Sure. It was. It's not as normal as we do it, but yeah. this, this is actually not, really good. It's PG-13. It's PG-13. MJ, what's going on, MJ? You got a lot of shade over there. Yeah, you know, she got a whole lot. Why you going to leave it like that? <laughs> nah, not today, but we're gonna Hey, remember today. to rate and share.